throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and my incredibly fabulous co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week. I will be covering the Weekly Wisdom and Insights, what's happening energetically for all of us. So whether it's the individual, the entrepreneur, the business executive, the business, the government, the institutions, what's happening in these current energies and so forth. And let's see how it all plays out. And there's some really incredible, this has been building. The energies have been building. The messages have been building, crescendoing. And we're going to get into this, but it's like the sevens, you know, the, the number seven, the number 27, the 20, all of these different numbers that are culminating for us, with us. And really, as they're saying, kind of as a reckoning, as an awake, a wake up call, a reckoning. So as we jump into this, as, as we often say, and the Lady Jacqueline and I say, please uh, put in the comments where you're joining us from so that we can see that you're there. I am taking your questions throughout the broadcast live. So should you have comments, questions, whatever it might be, something commenting on what's being shared or a question about something that's going on in your life, place it in the comments and I will incorporate it throughout the broadcast. Um, that's the beauty of these gatherings of this time together, because it really is, uh, we can't make up the invisible thread, that fabric of the unseen, that tapestry that's just interweaving everything. So amazingly, um, it's just, a, it's, it's just such a beautiful, I'm always in awe of the universe. And we say that often, I say it often, because it is something that is unseen. It is the unseen that is orchestrating. It is the host. The unseen is the host. We are the guests. And it is how we interact with this. And you'll see that message playing out. How you, in, how you interact with the unseen um, demonstrates what you see. So it's very powerful. It's coming up and it has to do with hexagram 27, which is about nourishment. So hello, Elizabeth from France. Hello, Alicia from Los Angeles. Thank you and welcome. Thank you for joining us. So let me put this in a nutshell, what the energies are right now. I just want to get to it because there's a lot here. And so the overall theme, there's somewhat two. One is readying the way. And what they meant by that, readying means to prepare someone or something for an activity or a purpose. And as I just said, throughout these shows, there's, we're now at our 34th, 5th show of the weekly Wisdom and Insights with the Lady Jacqueline and myself. And all along, as we began this, we said we were readying ourselves for 2022 and beyond. The Divine Feminine, the return of the Divine Feminine. 2022 and beyond. And so they're talking about readying the way and readying to prepare someone or something for an activity or a purpose. And this is exactly what they've been doing. These are all building, 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 making us, readying us, making us aware of 
where we are, where we've been, where we're going, the backdrop against the old, if you will, collapsing, the old way, the old mentalities, the old energies, old institutions, all of these things that have been there, that we have relied upon, been there, we're familiar with, and all of them, in a sense, collapsing, crumbling, so as to renew, so as to regenerate, so as to begin anew. And so we can see this playing out on the world stage. We can see it in all of these institutions, things that we've come to rely on, and yet we can see, the way they're giving it to me, we can see their corruption, meaning how it's it started out ideal, perfect, or a perfect vision, a hope, an ideal, and how over the course of time it, it gets corrupted. Um, it's much like they're giving me, you know, um, I use a Mac, an Apple, I, I knock on wood, never have I been hacked, corrupted, any of these things. But computers often, malware, spyware, you know, all these different things that corrupt a system. So you get the, you know, you get the laptop fresh out of the box, you purchased it, it's all wonderful. And over the course of time, all of a sudden things are infiltrating it and slowing it down and clogging it up and everything. This is what's happened overall. So they're readying the way, they're preparing us for something. And then the second theme, perhaps the theme, is two different worlds, two very different ways. And what they mean by that is two different worlds, two very different ways. We have a choice. We have been building and building and building upon the fact that they're waking us up, they're shaking the tree, and they're saying, you have a choice. Which way do you choose to go? Which way do you choose to experience your, your presence, your, your incarnation right now in this lifetime? And you may have been on one road, and you can switch one path, and you can, you can change. It's all up to what you choose. What's resonating? What's calling you? And we've talked about, are you clinging to the past? Are you clinging to a way that is complete, over? Are you clinging to wanting it to return? Or are you embracing and embodying and, and moving with the arc, with the flow of destiny? Because again, the arc of the, and then the flow is forward. We never go back, we go forward. And so, this is this two very different paths, two different worlds, two very different ways. And we often speak, the Lady Jacqueline and I often speak about the way, not my way, your way, the highway, the way. And the way is again, the host, the unseen source, knowing what the, knowing what the plan is, what the, tra the trajectory is and how we rise how we move and rise to greet it, to meet it, to be one with it, merge with it. So these are the themes playing out. And then literally with this two different worlds, two very different ways. On one side we have, and you've noticed this, so Facebook, streaming from Facebook, changed their name to Meta. From an 
technological standpoint, and we're moving towards the element of air. So we're going to move out of um, signs that have been in earth and water, and we're going to move to signs that are fire and air. And so, but you can see how, so Silicon Valley, the tech companies, everything, that there's this whole move and push for what's called the metaverse. And the metaverse is an alternate reality. And there's also this huge push for AI, artificial intelligence. And it's like literally the, the, the connection of all things. So you can see how we've gone from way back in the day, pre-internet, pre-smartphones, um, pre-technology in a sense, pre-social media, that we were really reliant upon connecting in a very literal, physical way or by, by energy expression, writing letters. Because again, this is pre-texting, pre-email. You would post a, a letter. You would post a, a postcard. You would meet literally and physically in person. And over the course of time, we've been moving. And so there's this rapidness of how can we, we powers that be, or, you know, earthly powers that be, people, how can we manifest, create and manifest things that are purportedly better for us? And so again, along comes the internet, email, texting, social media, all these things that quote unquote connect us and connect us quicker, faster. Something can go viral. It happens instantaneously where before it would take weeks, months, years for something to go around the globe or something. So, and with that, so advancement is, is always wonderful. It can be. However, again, there's a shadow element to it, right? So one can say we're so connected, you know, we're so literally connected, and yet we are literally disconnected. We are disconnected from soul source. We're not listening. We're not looking at our environment. We're not looking at spirit. We're disconnected. So we think we're connected because we're, you know, we're on the internet and we can do what we're doing right now. We're so connected. And yet we're so very disconnected. So the metaverse is this alternate reality. A <clears throat> pardon me, AI, artificial intelligence, is about creating or enhancing the function of uh, the function of humans like what humans do can we replicate it and this is how it's been building well now there's for those are, that are aware paying attention there's a lot of things going on about how they want to bring humans online insert the chip do all this stuff so i know this sounds sci-fi and and i don't want to get lost in the trenches here but there's two different worlds one is where that world, the artificial intelligence, this um, created or faux reality is the one that they want us to connect into, live in, as though the one that we have, the one that we're actually living, is less than. And then you have, on the other side, the one I just explained, source where you're literally connected 
because you're a divine being. So you're literally connected in to source, soul source connection. And how by connecting into that, it makes anything and everything else pale in comparison. There's, there's no, um, there's no competition. It, it's, it's not even possible. The unseen is extraordinary. And so here are these, and what popped in was this, and if for those that are maybe much younger generations, you may not get this reference. Um, for us, my, my age and older, you will, but it was about, is it live or is it Memorex? Memorex was a recording. It was a cassette tape at the time. That tells you that dates to when it was, when the commercials were out. So Memorex was about Ella Fitzgerald hit, singing, hitting a note, the glass shatters, and they say, is it live or is it Memorex? Is it the real deal? Is she doing it live? Or was it recorded to the glass shatter based on the, the recorded cassette tape recording? This is what two different worlds, two very different ways. This is what we're talking about. Soul source connection, live. Nothing higher than, nothing better, higher, greater than the real thing. Or is it Memorex? Is it the metaverse? Is it artificial? Is it man-made? Two different experiences. So they're readying us for the way, and this two different worlds, two very different ways. These are the, these are the octaves, and so they're preparing us, right? So I'm going to walk you through literal, as I always have the Lady Jacqueline in my head, literal, tangible, because we're all living our lives. We're all witnessing what's happening around us. And so none of us live in a vacuum. And yet they're giving us the tools, and we're going to, I'm going to share these with you, um, of, how, of what to do, of how to prepare, how to ready ourselves so that we make the right choices at the right times so as to expand and stay aligned. That's really a big word with all of this. To stay aligned with your soul source connection, your soul source operating system. It's the original. It's the highest and best. It will never lead you astray. Soul source will always lead you to true north, period. End of story, it's unquestionable. Anything that we do from a mind perspective, ego, mind, personality, artificial, we joke about this all the time, right? The, the ego, the mind, the personality, it'll beg, barter, steal, negotiate, delay. It will do all of these things out of preservation, self-preservation. Because that's that's the operating system. That's the mindset that we've been in because we've been in that sense disconnected. I mean, go back to Aboriginal native peoples. They were very connected to source, to the great spirit, to mother earth, to the stars. This is timeless. This is original. They didn't have, you know, smartphones and smart tablets and the internet and so forth. And yet, like the Dogon tribe of Africa, they knew things about Sirius A and B. They knew things about the stars thousands of years before we were able to see it with a telescope, with modern advancement. They spoke of it. And, 
yeah, and so current day, modern day scientists and everything were scratching their head like, well, well wait, wait a minute, we didn't even know about it. How did you know about it? How did you know about this 4,000 years ago? Soul source connection. And ultimately, before I jump into the, um, the four things, the literal practical things, there's an image that was shared with me, um, and I want to bring it up because it epitomizes to put, to put all of this on, on where we're going. It epitomizes and encapsulates the, the entire thing. A picture speaks a thousand words. And I want to bring up this image. And the photo was taken by Jason Reinhardt. It's Pine Tree Overlook, Blue Ridge Parkway, overlooking the Goose Creek Valley in Bedford County, Virginia. It is one of the most iconic, stunning images of a double rainbow. Almost, it's almost like, and that doesn't do it justice. It's like the rainbow that is rippling back, rippling out. So the magnitude of this rainbow with an incredible lightning strike coming right down through the center of it. And this is one of the most iconic, because remember, from a biblical standpoint, the New Testament, the New Covenant, is the rainbow. It is the agreement by source that says, this is my promise to you. We will go on forever. At some point, things will change, quote unquote, end of times. It doesn't mean the annihilation of humanity and all of this stuff. It means the end of a way, the end of an era. And revelation means an on high um, awakening, information. It's, it's revelatory. So in this iconic image, you can see this bolt of lightning in the, in the Yijing, thunder, shock and awe, the lightning strike, the awakening, and then the ripple from it, this double, triple, ongoing, limitless ripple of source vibration, the, the, the multitude of source. And look, I mean, I'm sorry, has the metaverse or AI ever created such a thing? No, they haven't. It's impossible. But that's source. This is what's on tap. This is where they're leading us to. And this image is that messaging. It is that there's no greater promise. There's no greater source, no greater energy. And thereby, and look at the joy in it. I mean, isn't the awe, the absolute awe and wonder of this imagery. It speaks a thousand words, and I feel as though I'm paling, I'm not doing it justice. I hope it, it speaks for itself, and I'm going to leave that with you. And um, Hello, Brigitte. Hello, Sophie. Welcome. So much. wonderful to have you all here. Again, taking your questions live. So if you have comments, questions, please put them in the comments, and I will address them throughout the broadcast. So I want to move through to what they're talking about here in terms of 
how we go about this because let's look at the numbers. Today is 7-20-2022, July 20th. And there's something very unique about this month of July. It's been building. And the way the shows are done, we started on 7-6. And, the, and then we go to 7-13. And then 7-20. Then 7-27. So they're in sevens. I went through the entire calendar front and back with this. And they don't replicate in any other month. The Wednesdays do not replicate. It's only this month. And these sevens, and we've been building, building. When you add the month and the day together, seven and 20 becomes 20, uh, 27. So, and they kept circling this, 27, the importance of 27. And I was not quite, you know, I'm listening. I'm not quite getting, I'm not quite there yet. I'm listening, I'm listening, but I'm looking and I say, okay, well, clearly 27. So hexagram 27 is, a, is known as nourishment. And, it's, and the action is nourishing vision. And we're going to speak to it. And it talks about what are you nourishing in our individual lives, in our businesses, in our governments, our institutions. You know, it's, it's the beautiful uh, um, statement about which wolf are we feeding? What are we nourishing? What are we feeding? Because that is what we're going to experience. And so there's this whole, and I'm going to go deeper into hexagram 27. So this nourishment, what are we nourishing? Then I was looking at the date and I was like, oh, we have double 20s. Now, last week, we spoke a lot about hexagram 20, the energy of this, which is about contemplation. And so we've got the 20, double 20s, this higher view, this overview. And remember, it was going up into the tower. Contemplation, this overview, is that go to a higher state of being, go to a higher vantage point. Look at this, the image that we shared. The photographer is on a plateau looking down at something, looking, he has a greater vantage point, a greater view, so as to see the unseen, so as to see the magic, the awe, the wonder. And we often associate this, right, when we're at work or we're in, in a personal issue, an emotional issue, we're too in the trenches, we're down, we can't see we don't have a proper perception, a proper vantage point, because we're too down in it, or we're in, in the rut, we're in it. And so this, all of this energy is saying, okay, yes, and get to a higher level, get to higher ground inside, internally. It doesn't mean go to the mind. It means go to source, go to your soul source connection. Go to a higher vantage point so as to see contemplation, see things from a more clear perspective. So as to nourish. And then hexagram nine, because the two and seven become a nine. Um, and really, not that we would reduce it, but the nine is about small influences. It's about surrender. And so again, the way... The way to do this, the way to readjust, 
new perspective. They're giving me the hangman. The hangman in the tarot, he's perfectly relaxed, hanging upside down by one of his ankles. The other leg is crossed over him. It's like an upside down four. And he's seeing things, he, she is seeing things from a whole new perspective. Because, well, he's turned it on its head. Oh, turn, you know, turn things on their head. Well, the way to do that is to surrender. It is to, and then to take piece by piece. We don't have to have the answer for everything. We just need the knowing. The knowing that says, I'm to go this way, or I'm to release such and such, or this person, or this thing. I'm to, I'm being called. It's a, it's a calling. It's in, it comes from your, your soul center, your, your heart center and everything. It's going to be that it's pulling you. It's, it's not a mental. You're going to feel it first and know to do it. That's surrender. That's, that's knowing. And that's small steps. So I take small actions. Because again, we can become overwhelmed with, well, I know what I'm being asked to do or called to do. And yet I feel paralyzed or I'm frustrated or it seems insurmountable. It's too big. And yet when we just small influence, hexagram nine, when we just break it down into, okay, what's the next step? There's a beautiful story, a dear friend of mine. She lived next to an, uh, a gentleman, an older gentleman, and she knew that he had survived one of the concentration camps of Europe. And she was approximately 13 in, in the retelling of this story. And she went up to him and she asked him a simple, simple yet profound question. How did you do it? And of course she meant, how did you survive? How did you do it? And he looked at her and he said, I just knew to take the next step, to keep taking the next step. So his focus was on the small influences, the surrendering to what's the next step and what, and then the next step and then the next step. And all of those, it's Wallace D. Waddles, you know, small acts in great ways. These small influences, these small acts, these steps will lead us, will lead you to the destination, the goal, the desire, the calling. So first and foremost is nine, small influence, surrender. That's the first step in the allowing, the journey. Because ultimately where we're going, and then of course when you surrender, then you have the higher, then you can get up on hexagram 20, it's the tower, you can get the overview. It's like the image. I'm going to bring it back up again. I'm going to keep bringing this image up because it's just so incredibly powerful. It's then the vantage point. You can see in this photo, the photographer is at a higher vantage point so as to be able to capture, to see what's before them and what's before them. Yes, there's literal, tangible earth, physicality, and so forth. But there is the awe and the wonder of the unseen, of source, of nature. These elements, these 
energies that all of the native peoples all the way back thousands of years this was their this was their gps this was their navigation system this was how they knew what to do when to migrate when to plant this was literally their source it wasn't a smartphone a smart tablet it wasn't the internet it wasn't artificial intelligence it wasn't a false or faux or fake reality it was live it was the real deal and so we get to this higher place so as to contemplate and then we make a big choice once i see this what do i choose to nourish once i allow once i surrender once i do all this am i committed am i willing to nourish what am i nourishing which wolf am i feeding because that will be the direct result of what you experience so if you're in a state of lack if you're if you're nourishing lack if you're nourishing fear if you're nourishing anger resentment hypocrisy lies that is what you're going to experience that is going to be your reality however if you suspend all of that or you say nope that's not for me what i am going to nourish is possibility goodness kindness awe wonder the unseen i'm going to literally quote unquote go home meaning go home internally inside so as to see to see the unseen because the unseen is the minute you go to see the unseen is going to greet you it's going to come to meet you and then you're going to have you know these synchronicities right we the lady jacqueline and i covered in one of the science and the soul episodes about signs synchronicities and how the you'll have the experiences where it's like i was literally just thinking that or saying that i was going to i was nourishing that or i was and then all of a sudden it comes and then we often go oh oh wow i was just or i was just thinking about that and they called or i was just saying i and it arrived it came which wolf are you feeding and lastly the last piece of this before i dial, delve in i'm going to take some of your comments and questions and and delve into some of these things that we're covering because the the final piece of this is and it's number four and four is foundational it's literally four legs on a chair typically these types of things what sustains us what supports us and we spoke about this last week it's about deliverance revelation is about deliverance it's not about the end of the world it's just about the end of a way the end of a time an era an an epic e-p-o-c-h it's about that with the intended the intention and here's the image i'm showing you i've kept it up quite a bit because I'm, I'm wanting everybody to really take this image in this is this is the deliverance this is the promise this is what was made and that bolt of lightning coming down 
is like the thunder. It's like the, it's the clap of awakening. Of, it's the clap of revelation. <laughs> Boom! A whole new world. A whole new way. And yes, we can say that over the course of time, like, you know how things used to take, I mean, I don't know about all of you, but things used to seem like, and especially as a kid or as an adult, we wanted something that was like, oh my God, it's taking forever. Like, oh my gosh, this is taking so long. I don't know about all of you, but for some time now, and my maternal grandmother used to say, the older you get, the faster things seem to go. And there's no stronger truth. Things are rapidly advancing. And they said this for us. They said, oh, we're going to have rapid advancement. And so it is literally this speeding up of time, this speeding up where things are going faster, 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 faster. Because we are speeding up. Speeding up meaning becoming lighter, becoming more advanced. The old way was slow, earthbound, earth and water, earthbound, heavier, slower, denser. And remember, the physical body is the most dense of all of the bodies that we have. The higher we go up, the astral body moving on upwards is the lightest. It's the most effervescent. It's the most pure. And so we're moving up. So we're going to get lighter. It's going to go faster. And we'll be, um, we, we already are, you know, we're capable. They're saying to me, we're capable. It's all within us. We have it. It's just, again, which, which choice, which way are you choosing? Are you going? Two different, two different experiences, two different realities, two different ways. The way is forward. Period. Upward. Spiraling. Ascension. Upward. So, because this whole thing is about deliverance. It's delivering us to the new. The way. The advancing of humanity. The, the, the whole of the whole. The cosmos. All right. So let me take some of your... i got to put my specs on here so I can see what everyone's saying. So, Elizabeth is asking, what is the next step? This is the second time I'm hearing this statement. I know I struggle to see things in small, manageable, bite-sized bits. I'm thinking this is something I can work on. Absolutely. Again, so Elizabeth, as, we're, as you were talking about this, the struggle is in, and the frustration, the struggle is in the attachment, the, the, you know, the destination. We want to get where we're going. And so we look at something and we say, Oh, well, I don't even embark on it because it's too big. It's too much. I can't do it. I don't have everything I need. I don't have, I'm not where, yada, 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 yada. All of that script, that old script, lack, starts playing. Versus where you just say, and I'm going to use a simple example, simple, big example. I'm here to save the world meaning this is what you're saying in your in, in your your mind's eye. I'm here to save the world. Well, that's a pretty monumental, enormous, big task. And one can become overwhelmed. Well, because there's 
starvation and hunger and homelessness and a corrupt systems and yada and, and all of a sudden we're running down the road of everything that's in our way, the obstacles. Versus saying, in the analogy of this beautiful man, this beautiful soul, who is against the backdrop of being in a concentration camp and how to survive. What he did then and what we are saying now, suspend that script. Just when I release it. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means that your focus is not on these, you know, purportedly insurmountable um, issues, obstacles. Suspend. Okay, I'm here to save the world. Okay. And then go inside quietly and say, okay, I'm here to save the world. I'm in this gentleman, I'm here to survive this concentration camp. What he did and what you're being guided to do is to say, okay, what's the next step? What's the first step? One would say the first step is in suspending all of the chatter, all of the obstructions, all of the lack. Suspend it. It's just sitting over here in limbo. It's floating over here. Your focus is no longer there. Your focus is on what's, what's my next step? What's the first? And you'll hear, you'll receive. It will come to you in a knowing. And then it's about exercising the trust to say, okay, let me take that step. It might be go and investigate something. Go and create something. Go and forgive something. It will come in a multitude of ways. And like a beautiful tapestry, like a mosaic, each, each thread, each piece is building upon the other. And in this instance, Elizabeth, it will be, and this is for everyone, it will be the fact that the steps, so now your focus is on the steps. It's not on the greater, you know, fear and um, like overwhelm of the ultimate outcome. Small acts, Wallace D. Waddles, small acts, great ways. These small acts, these small steps, this piece by piece, each thread builds so that ultimately when you arrive, when you've saved the world, you've survived the concentration camp, you've achieved your goal, you will be able to look back and see, ah, by taking each, by suspending, by surrendering and suspending Anything that has to do with shadow, fear, and notice it's not about eradicating it. It's not about killing the shadow. It's not about eradicating and killing the ego and all of this. It's about suspending it, purifying it, allowing the soul to lead, to come forward, so as to be delivered in a, in a great way. You know, so we, because we can take this, I mean, it's a relationship, it's, it's a, a goal, a business goal, a, opening a business, whatever, you know, achieving something from the micro to the greater macro, the, the truths, the facts are the same. The way to are these steps, small influences, surrender, move to a higher level, a higher vantage point, listen, take each necessary step. Nourish the right, the right wolf. Nourish your higher self, your soul self, 
suspending, surrendering the ego, the personality, so as to move through, so as to be delivered. That is, and you can absolutely, yes, you can absolutely work on it because this is what we all have to do. This is literally doing the works, the work. Really, it's about doing the work because the works are the joy of everything. That's when we really kind of hit the lane, so to speak. We really, you know, we're, we're one with our, our groove, our soul, our soul selves. And then it becomes works, plural, meaning joy. It's like being at the banquet of life. The work is the exercising, is the committing, is the surrendering, is the taking the next steps, next steps, committing to these things. Um, I want to go to Brigitte. She said, it is so strange how we live in this fake reality and take vacations and breaks in nature, feel good, and then put ourselves back in the same situation. Yes. And again, this is, and nothing wrong. Everything, this is, everything is purposeful. Everything. There are no mistakes. It doesn't matter how, quote unquote, bad or far from the light, one might say, because that's perception, right? That it is. Everything is purposeful. So humanity, source, the host and the guests, agreed. We as souls said, yes, okay, let's go experience this. Now, one would say that from the original, let's, you know, uh, biblical book of Eden, we, humanity, lived in a state of perfection, harmony, bliss, perfection, unaware of our shadow side, our lack. One event follows another, bing, bang, boom, and we, quote unquote, fall or we experience polarity, both. The highs, the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, these you know, the light and the shadow. The return is, is, again, not about eradicating one or the other. Because in their truest form, the void, even though the void is chaos, the void is pure. Pure chaos? Oh, it's just pure chaos. But we have attached a negative connotation to that. Oh, somehow pure chaos is bad. But through the purity of the void, through the purity of chaos, comes evolution, comes refined, uh, refined energy. So out of the purity, out of the shadow, out of this pure chaos, the void, black, comes refined, refineness. It is this because we're, it's not about killing it. I mean, if we killed it, we wouldn't have it. <laughs> so I, I often remember, or I often remind clients, when we're dealing with lack, fear, insecurity, whatever, whatever part of the shadow, it is not about eradicating it. It is about harmonizing and purifying it, coming to peace with, because it's serving a purpose. So whether it's our internal, this world stage that we're living on right now, one can say, and it's painful, through, because what are, you know, humanity, we are always, so many times, over and over and over again, we're reactive. 
not proactive. You see this over and over and over again. We react to something as opposed to going, I mean, and we're not humanity. Humans are not dumb people. They're divine. <laughs> they know. We know. Oh, we're doing the wrong thing. Oh, we're, we're getting farther away from who we are. Oh, we're selling our souls to the devil, so to speak. We know. And we keep going. Enslaved, imprisoned, we place ourselves this way. And then we sit back and we go, well, well, I don't understand why that happened, or why did that collapse, or why did that go up in smoke, and why did, or why was that revealed? <laughs> well, <laughs> because we were reactive instead of proactive. Nothing, nothing in our existence right now is insurmountable. Nothing could not be better, higher, more resilient, more light, balanced. The only thing that prevents that is this, is the choice, the wolf we're feeding. And unfortunately, peoples, institutions, governments, and so forth, choose, choose this. And so it's this push-pull. But again, see, it's not about eradicating the other side, one or the other. It's about bringing to balance, bringing to harmony, yin-yang. The white and the black are perfectly balanced. The light and the shadow, the void, perfectly balanced. They're harmonized. They're pure. They, they are one with each other. And this is this point. So yes, Brigitte, you know, it's, it's funny. Because again, we're, we are, this is the thing about nature and about going back to the original source. And, you know, are we going to some artificial reality? Are, you know, you see people at restaurants, they're sitting across from each other and they're on their phones. They're not even talking to one another. So you're so disconnected while you think that you're, because you're so busy posting, oh, I'm, I'm eating this, or I'm, I'm at this place, and I'm posting, and I'm checking in, and I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. you're living your life in this alternate reality, which then ultimately means that you're not living, you're not in the present moment, you're not receiving the experience. The, the experience you're receiving is a fake one, an, an, an altered one, because you're not in the moment. You're not enjoying the company of the person across from you. You're not, in Brigitte's example, in taking in nature. And isn't it, to her point, isn't that so amazing? Where is it that makes us feel good? Nature, Mother Earth, the stars, the sky, the waters, the trees, the mountains. All of these source-made, source-created, elements. We didn't create them. Man didn't create them. Man, woman, kind didn't create them. So we look to the greater source of things, the greater cosmos, for the renewal, for the, the sustenance. These other things deplete us. And then to Brigitte's point, yes, you know, and then we put ourselves back in it. And yet, you see, from post-COVID, you know, you hear about the great resignation. 
people are waking up. This is what this has been about, this wake up, the ringing of the bells, the wake up. Where people, are, because COVID pulled us all apart, really pulled economies and systems and, and uh, what's the word, repetitions, it pulled it apart. It really stripped it so we could see. And a lot of people are going, hmm, is this what I want to do? Is this, is this it? Is this what my life is all about? And so it afforded us, as painful as it is, that that occurred and the loss of life that occurred and all of this, it also gave us this opportunity, this, this grand example of being able to higher vantage point, pull back, surrender, go up and say, I'm living my life. Is this what I want it to be? And if it's not, what are the steps? How do I effectuate my deliverance? And the only way to know that and to truly receive that is to listen. Because you'll know. You'll know. And then it's like, okay, now follow. Listen. It's not following the most trend or the, you know, the current trend or, you know, the person that's saying, oh, you know, you have to do it this way or we got to go back. No. You listen to your soul source connection. That is the most that is the relationship you came with. It is the one you will leave with. It is the constant. Period. Everything else is extra. That is paramount. Um, Brigitte was talking about feeling the image and uh, the image of the double rain, the rippling rainbow. I, I don't have words to justify the magnitude. It speaks for itself. It's it's just it's it's everything and it's and she's saying i feel it in my heart space and it's like yes it speaks what i hope that it does because this image i'm going to bring it back up again what i hope that this image speaks and says to you is the magnitude of our of our limitlessness our being our divinity the empowerment the awe, the wonder, the hope, the joy. It's so encapsulated in, and look how, and it's all-encompassing, and the ripple of it, the, abs, the absolute awe and ripple of it is what captivates me. And then just, you talk about divine timing. I mean, <laughs> the fact that this gentleman was able to capture this right as a lightning strike, right at the heart, right down the center of it. Like source saying, right to the heart of the matter. Bam, here it is. This is what's on tap. Here I am, and we're going this way. It's I'm I'm just in awe. Um and then Brigitte said, that makes so much sense about time and being lighter. Best description I have heard about time right now. Yes, because remember the construct of time and remember the end of times, revelation, the end of times. And 27, by the way, so there, this, and you can't make this stuff up, is remember they kept saying 27 and I circled it, 27, 27, 27. I'm like, okay, what is the importance of 27? And I go, you know, Google. There are 27 books in the New Testament. The last 
book is the book of Revelation. It is the 27th book. Time, Revelation. So, oh, the apocalypse, the end of end of times, Armageddon, this, you know, it's all this doom and gloom and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh, okay. Well, if that's the wolf you're feeding, then yes, that's probably the experience you're going to have. Versus, ah, look at this image. Look at, look, look at what's available to us to take in, to receive with a thunderclap, with a, with a bolt of lightning, a strike, boom. And it says, hey, hi, live is over here. Memorex is over there. <laughs> here and time is a construct. Time and time is speeding up. Our experience of life as if to surpass time. As if, um, so what was, again, earth and water bound, denser, heavier, time laden. And we've noticed over the course of, I don't know, maybe the last, maybe the last decade that time has been speeding up. The day goes by faster. You'll look and say, what do you mean it's seven o'clock at night? I, I just woke up. Or what do you mean I just went to bed? Literally, I just went to bed. I, what do you mean it's, I'm waking up? So you can see how the, as we get lighter, time feels like it's speeding up because we're moving through things faster. We're becoming light bodies, lighter, as opposed to, you know, it's basically, and this is very interesting. So carbon-based bodies, we are in a carbon-based world, carbon-based, and then we, they talk about the rainbow light body. When you look back at ancient cultures, and whether it be biblical, Master Jesus, um, the, um, in Hinduism and uh, other cultures, they speak about the rainbow light body, the plasma, plasma light, plasma body. So you'll see that we're, we're moving away from a carbon-based, earth-bound, clay, you know, existence, experience, to a lighter, and look at this image, to this lighter plasma, rainbow light energy. We change. Humans change and evolve. The whole of the whole, the, the entire cosmos is constantly changing. And I want to, before we get close to the hour, I don't want to run over too much and I haven't covered a lot of the things. We've covered a lot, so it's not everything we cover is, is correct. So in the Yijing, it's very interesting. Hexagram 17 is corners of the mouth. It's known as corners of the mouth. Um, and again, it speaks to nourishment, nourishing. And it says, uh, this hexagram communicates the importance of feeling one's superior and not inferior, I'm sorry, feeding one's superior, not inferior impulses. We've been talking about which wolf are we feeding? Are you feeding your superior impulses, your higher self, your soul, your soul source self, or your inferior impulses, your inferior self? 
if one's best, when one's best is nourished, good fortune will follow. It's just, it's just simple. It is the way it works. Here in, in Buddhist philosophy, 27 is the highest level of spiritual attainment in the rupa loka, the material world. Above that are four more levels of attainment in the non-material world. Infinite space, infinite consciousness, nothingness, and finally, neither perception nor non-perception. That's the beautiful I am. It's exist. It's the whole of the whole. So you can see, I'm going to post this link um, to all these various things that the number 27. 27 is also a perfect cube. So three times three times three. It's the perfect cube. The, the, new, the new Jerusalem, the new heaven on earth is a perfect cube. You can see the Trinity three by three by three. And yes, three by three by three, three times three is nine, nine times three is 27. You see that the threes, the perfection in the Trinity, the oneness, the wholeness. So you have all these amazing different things about 27. Um, I want to go down to um, hexagram nine that I spoke of at the top of the hour, um, because it's again about the small influences, the, the surrender. And it says, a gentle wind gathers clouds, but still there is no rain. Softer influences predominate as the power of smaller forces accumulate, making this a time for smooth and friendly persuasion. The ebb and flow of events are like waves in the sea, and there are periods of low tide. The beauty of this, of what they're talking about here is, it's like we're doing this and yet we haven't received it, right? I'm fully aware. I don't want anybody to think I'm in some fantasy woo-woo land. <laughs> Here's the promise. Here's the deliverance. Here's where we're going. And one would say and argue, well, has it arrived yet? It hasn't arrived yet. Well, this is the point. The small influences are moving us, are aligning us to the deliverance, the, the, the receiving of it. So you have a choice. You can say, yeah, I mean, and yes, people have been talking about this for 2,000 plus years. It is not lost on me that what is being presented has been discussed for millennia. millennia fully aware. The point would be we have a choice because no one no one knows when it happens. But we can see how things are progressing. We can see the arc, the arc of movement, the arc of time, the the arc of deliverance. The things speeding up against the backdrop of those that do not want it to change. It's like when they, and again, nobody lives in a vacuum. So they know it's leaving. They know it's, it's going. The end of this time is leaving. You can see it in the youngest of souls coming in. You see, and the oldest of souls having a hard time, and oldest meaning age-wise, not soul, as in your soul. But you can see, so in human incarnation, the young are entering, which means their souls are entering, with this very idyllic, gender-neutral, androgynous, if you will, joy, beauty, because they are the souls of the future. Against the backdrop of those souls that came in decades ago, 
who want their knowing, their experience, to stay. But it's only because they're fearful. There's a fear in letting go, in making space, clearing. Look at how we do this in our homes and everything, right? We clear out. Do we, con- do we consume more and more and more and more and more to where there's no space in our houses and it's, um, you know, the, the term hoarder. You know, we, we, you get to a place of where you've just, you're a hoarder. Or do you spring clean? Do we clean out? Do we make space for new, new people, new places, new things, new experiences, new opportunities? Because if we're hoarding, we're holding on to the past. And nothing, 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 nothing remains the same. You'll see how the number 27, it's like every 27 days, I believe. Again, I'm going to post it. The skin regenerates. The skin cells are regenerating. Everything is constantly evolving forward. So I'm going to close out today's show with um, this, again, epitomizes the beauty of the image. And it says, everyone sees the unseen. This is a quote by Rumi. And it says, everything, everyone sees the unseen in proportion to the clarity of the heart. And that depends upon how much one has polished it. Whoever has polished it more sees more. More unseen forms become manifest. So you can see, are you honing and polishing? Are you doing the work? to hone and polish, to clear away, to purify, bring into harmony and balance your heart, your your existence, your, your life, so as to receive more of the unseen. Because you're either open to it and seeing it, and it's and you're rising up to, to meet it as it's rising up and coming to, to meet you, to greet you, or you're completely shut off from it, or somewhere in between. But you, you know, you're you're either in it or you're not. It's either live or it's memorex. It's it's a faux reality. So I cannot wait for next week because this has really been a, a month of culmination, building, um, renewal, and this awareness of deliverance being imminent. Um, How that happens, when that happens, that's up to the host. (laughs) So this host will simply say, thank you all so much for joining me, for joining myself and the Lady Jacqueline on this journey. Um, We couldn't be more grateful um, and excited about where it's all going. And each of you walking the journey with us and showing up and commenting and asking questions and, and being a part of, um, and, I, and I also just want to quickly give a shout out. If you have not gone to the private, our private group on Facebook, please do. Elizabeth posted an image that she uh, was guided to create. It's really, and she and I have a, a thread going back and forth, um, but it would be really amazing and wonderful for all of you to look at the image and make your comments about, sit with it and see what you receive. Um, Because again, it's this expansion and and everything happens perfectly and exactly as it should. So thank you, Elizabeth, for that. And just everyone joining us, thank you. We love you so much. 
and I cannot wait to see you next week. Until then, be well and wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting dearjames.com.